0: Hey, from California, everybody. Let's see if I can knock this out. I'm doing a juice fast. Let me tell you something eating eggs in the morning really helps your brain fire. <laughs> but it's very interesting, and I feel closer to the, the veil, you know, or the veil is thinner when you're fasting to the world that we're of and not in. Okay. Culture capture and womanhood. Let's talk culture capture. I define it. I use this term because it's just efficient for me. And I use it to describe what happened to me, what I was a part of and what happens to a lot of women who come to me for coaching. And I see it as uh, an intersection of collapse points in the personality or wounds of the psyche and soul that meet up with agenda in the culture that, that, um, it sort of gets in, you know, it's like there's, there's room for these dark forces in the culture to get into that wound in the psyche. And, and when that happens, you're off and running. You start serving the culture. This is when women pivot away from instinct. Childhood held heartfelt dreams, and they start chasing things like fame and money, and and, you know, notoriety, or um, advancing themselves as activists for agendas that may not be anything but a money laundering scheme if you really look. So the greatest threat to a regime is a defector. And I'm a defector. I used to be a part of this. I used to wear an orange shirt and, you know, put a post on Instagram about gun control because that's what everybody in my neighborhood was doing. (laughs) And it was just my unfinished business And my unhealed wounds. Okay, so let's talk about healing the wounds. There's an incredible book called The Wounded Woman. It's by Linda Leonard. And I teach it to women who come to me one-on-one for healing the wounds of the psyche and the soul. It's in the world of Jungian psychology from the soul's perspective. And she talks, Dr. Pat Allen calls it inventory of the wound. She writes about archetypes that explain it's like, it's like the book will explain a woman to herself if she has been captured and trapped and is often running into this service for the, the culture from a captured place as opposed to service for God. Service for God says, what would you have me do? Service to the culture capture is I'm I'm doing this, and I can, and I can, and I will, and I will. And it's just it just feeds the ego. It's just believe me. I'm like this. This is like this the recovery circle. You know, hi, I'm Amy, and I'm recovering from culture capture. I'm invite. I'm making this podcast, and I'm going to send it to everyone because I'm inviting people. I'm inviting women to start to look at what's going on and be honest. Be honest about how you feel about what you're seeing. Be honest. How do you feel about what you're seeing? And what do you think about the things that just don't add up? Be honest. Do you agree with people in your life Because you don't want them to reject you? Because you don't want to have an awkward experience when you volunteer at your kids' school? Or do you agree with them because you really agree with them? Have you ever listened to the testimony of someone who worked in the abortion industry and left it? Have you ever found out what happens to the tissue of the babies that are aborted? Have you ever found out what the bottom line is for that big business post abortion? Has anyone ever told you that if a baby that's aborted is still alive, they sometimes drown the baby in a toilet? Have you ever listened to a woman who wishes that she didn't get one? Have you ever listened to her testimony? I'm not asking you to believe something else, but I'm asking you to stop standing up for something that you haven't actually researched with your womanhood. Now, in The Wounded Woman, Linda Leonard talks about two major archetypes that form out of the wounds of the psyche, the eternal girl and the armored amazon. Then within those two archetypes are sub-archetypes. So the eternal girl has a sub-archetype of the misfit. The armored Amazon has sub-archetypes of the dutiful daughter, the superstar. These are personas that are born out of wounds of the psyche. So take a superstar, armored Amazon, an armored Amazon archetype with a superstar sub-archetype. And yes, you saw a few of them, topless, standing for climate change on social media. That just meets right up together, doesn't it? Doesn't that just click in nicely? Instinctive, heartfelt, age-old dreams in women are being extinguished every single day by this culture capture. Why? Because what we fight, the enemy that we fight, which is globalism and fear and control in the name of public health accomplished through unspeakable crime, hidden crime, that, that dark agenda, the dark agendas afoot. They require women to live alone, lonely. They want armored Amazons and superstars and misfits alone in their apartments, feeling approval from their community and from social media. They don't want anyone to think through any of their agendas and see their end. And when everyone does, when all the women do... We won't be in this mess. When motherhood is deeply respected. Motherhood. As in, I'm an educator and I don't have a right to make a decision about a child's gender or medical needs because I'm not the mother. That's respecting motherhood. We've got a bunch of educators who want to love and respect individual personalities. No. You need to respect motherhood. Take it from a stepmom. It's not an easy job. I don't always like it. But you know what? I really respect motherhood. And I I hope that, that our kid's birth mother feels that. I really respect that she bled and she bore them, not me. And I wrote about this on Substack. It means a lot to me. It's the centerpiece of recovery from culture capture as a woman. And a lot of these armored Amazons and Dutiful Daughters and Superstars and Misfits and Eternal Girls that are running around volunteering for big pharma and moving the needle or so they think on climate change as though it really is is run by people who care about the planet and are not just laundering money through an agenda. Women who are doing this, it's almost a requirement to dismiss respect for motherhood. There there's a, a picture of a woman at a a rally and she's, she's got written on her pregnant belly, not a human, not a human being. Because part of that agenda is to cause people to think that an embryo is not a human being. Think that through. How do you feel about what you have just consciously thought through? It's impossible to get on board with this stuff if you actually allow yourself to feel what is your own responses to what is going on. I am so passionate about this because I know how lonely I was and I know how lonely a lot of women are and i also know how afraid they are to lose their friends and to lose their community and i can say to you the meantime is mean but god will cover you and god has got your back and bonds of affection that are real don't die and bonds of affection that are over a false decorum and of fa- false movements And caring what people think and all that BS. You don't want them in your life anyway. The freedom that you will feel. The freedom you will feel when you are free of people that were in your life because you had bonds of affection over something phony, some phony movement. The freedom you will feel from that will be so satisfying and wonderful And then what comes beyond that is true, cherished freedom for where you live, for how it all happened, for what a grand experiment this is, what a grand and imperfect experiment it is, and how much it has worked so far and must continue to. I guess that's all I want to say. I just, I, I am pleading. When I, when I see what I saw yesterday, when I see a biological man get the, the, the award on International Women's Day, it's like, <sighs> please consider how you feel about womanhood. How you feel about what is going on and be honest about it. It's not going to kill you. The sky's not going to fall. I'm living proof. My life is so much better. There are a lot of people in it and that used to be in it and they're not anymore. And that's okay. And I wish everybody well. A lot of things that I believed were false. False. That was really hard. It was extremely disorienting. It was painful. The bonds of affection in my life, which are real, were challenged. And they held. And the ones that were false are gone. And that's okay. You will live. You you will live through it. You can do it. And for those of you that are listening, who are listening, just because you want to judge me or you know find out just how far gone she is or whatever else um because I am gonna make this open to the public. Um that's okay. I, I get it. I did the same thing. I mocked people I I mocked Christians I mocked people who trusted God. I, I went through a recovery process because I was so captured. And even Forms of my recovery were completely full of capture, and even as I sit here today, I am still in a process of an unveiling and awakening. That's the whole point. We all are; otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten here. So you can mock me, you can make fun of me. I I, I get it. In, in essence, I am still the same person. I am still, I am still the same person. <laughs> I really am. Like. <laughs> Anyone who, anyone who really knew me understands that. And, and in fact, it's even better because I'm closer to God and I have recovered the childhood dream of being a mother. Childhood dream. My oldest dream for my life. And I have accepted completely the form of it that was granted to me, even though it's not the same as having had my own. And that is something I wish for every woman in the United States is to recover the oldest dream that they hold in their heart. And it might start with looking around and getting real about what you see over and out for now.